Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this edition of For Your Game. Our 2023 Central Florida golf card is out on the links, saving lots of golfers uh, some moolah <laughs> as we come into the fall golf season. Nothing better than Florida golf in the fall and it's my pleasure today to have as my guest the Director of Golf and General Manager at one of our favorite clubs, Hidden Lakes, over in New Smyrna Beach. It's my pleasure to have Robert Schwab on the show today. Hey, Robert. Hey, Holly. It's great to be here. Well, New Smyrna, one of my favorite places, and Hidden Lakes, we, you know, we say it over and over, it's this hidden Jem over there just off the beach and just a great golf course that uh, you've been at the helm of now since, uh, what, 2007? Yes, I sure have. It's, uh, it's been quite some time, a good run. Yeah, that is a good run. And, um, you know, you come from a family, a you are a third-generation PGA golf professional. That is... Uh, you know, quite rarefied air these days. Uh, you yourself are a PGA Quarter Century Club member. That means you've been doing this a while and teaching lots of lessons and giving clinics to beginners and juniors. And tell me a little bit about your time being a PGA professional and, and what, you know, what that's meant to, to you and your career. Well, first of all, I just, I mean, I love what I do. Um, I love, uh, you know, fell in love with golf at a, at a young age and just, um, I, you know, of course I, I wanted to play for a living and, and realized I was an average player when I was in college um, and average just doesn't make any money. Um, so I decided, uh, um, and, and actually my dad steered me away from getting into uh, the golf business and um, I... Uh, listened to him for a little while, and then I got a part-time job at a golf course after I got out of college, and and I went to him and said, hey, Dad, this is what I want to do, and, and at that point, he was all for it. I think he just wanted me to explore some other things, but um, I have I have loved it. It has been uh, so much fun. I mean, it's, it's fun to get up and go to work every day. Uh, the people at, at the golf course, the, you know, obviously, they're here to have fun. They're here to play golf, and, um, you know, how good is that? That's... Uh, that's what I get to, to do every day is make people have fun around the golf course, whether it's uh, teaching a golf lesson or a clinic or, or setting up a tournament or, you know, greeting them when they walk in the door. So um, it's been really, really good. It's, uh, uh, you know, some long hours and some weekends and holidays and things like that. But, um, you know, I've always uh, thought that to be successful in any line of work, you know, uh, you have to be committed and passionate, and and um, so it served me well. Yeah, I mean, we know that, that golf is a passion for many, and then making your career in the golf industry is a, is a whole nother level, um, and you have a great team over there, and what's interesting is that people on your staff, it appears that many of them were people that began playing golf at Hidden Lakes and then loved it so much that either, A, they got a job working there, or uh, when they retired, <laughs> they became uh, staff members. It's really kind of a fun family environment there. Yeah, 
Yeah, we've got uh, some folks that um, work in the pro shop that, yeah, it's just like you said, they uh, were, were customers, basically, and then uh, became employees. And, and uh, you know, we have uh, several folks that have, you know, this is their retirement job, and then we've got some folks that this is their, you know, this is they're looking at to make it a career. So uh, we run the gamut there, and, and uh, you know, the, the whole key is, uh, um, you know, just finding the right people that, enjoy themselves when they're here and enjoy themselves uh, with the customer and make the customer feel comfortable and have a good time. And, and um, you know, I figure if we have a good time uh, and we have a good time with the customer, then they're going to want to come back. We're going to uh, develop some relationships, and, and this is a place they're going to want to hang out. So that's, that's kind of the secret sauce. Well, we love having you as part of the Central Florida Golf Cart, and, you know, for that very reason that it gives people an opportunity to explore uh, some of, you know, the different courses around the Central Florida area. Uh, tell me a little bit about Hidden Lakes. How, who designed it? How did this great little track get carved out over there off of, off of the ocean? You, and I, I think it was, uh, was it Ron Garl. Yeah, I believe that's who it was, and, and um, you know, Hidden Lakes is a par 69. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some par fives. We've got three par fives. We've got um, uh, six par threes, and the rest are par fours. And it's and it's a shorter golf course, um, but that doesn't always equate to easy. Now you look at the scorecard and you think, oh, that's a that's an easy hole. You know, I'll make birdie there, and I'll make birdie there. But you know, you you have to. Hit the, hit the ball and you have to uh, keep it in play and and um, so it's really kind of a strategic golf course um, without being overly penal in any, at any point in time but uh, it's also not going to overpower you so it's more of a you just have to hit some shots and um, you know it allows you to have a good day if you hit the ball well and, and um, yeah if you hit it a little crooked it's going to it's going to beat you up a little bit but you know, that's the nature of the game. Um, the golf course, the best thing is uh, we, the, the condition of the golf course just keeps getting better and better. Um, and the, we're just getting over aerification, so we're probably getting the, the speed back um, to the greens. But uh, this week, with, with all the rain, it, it'll probably be a couple more days. But the golf course itself is uh, probably, well, w- without a doubt, the best I've ever seen it. Um, greens are great. The, fairways are great. The rough's been long, and, and uh, that's our big complaint. And I tell the superintendent, you know, let, uh, if, if that's our complaint, that the uh, the rough is too long, then and if that's what they're complaining about, we're on the right track. <laughs> uh, that means the greens are good, the fairways are good, and the, and the tees are good, and, you know, um, so they're if, that's that's been the ch- uh, the challenge, but that's the challenge every August and September. You know, the grass just start starts taking off this time of the year, so that will slow down here pretty soon. One of the things uh, I love about playing that course, and again, don't be fooled by the uh, by the yardage, because yes, um, th- there are plenty of things that uh, will sneak out and grab the little white ball if you're not careful. It's just this beautiful natural scenery, these big old stately oak trees with that Spanish moss and tons of wildlife and oh my gosh if you're a bird lover you're going to see it all out there from bald eagles yeah. to the sandhill cranes to the osprey um, it's it is it's it's worth 
it's worth the trip depending on where you are in central florida and it's just a, a fun day and you're not going to beat your brains out yeah it's uh just uh, uh, just the other day you know went out and yeah saw a bald eagle nothing i mean it's just what happens and uh and then some uh spoonbill uh, rosetta spoonbill uh cranes and and osprey are always out here and yeah so it's i mean it's I love that about golf, and, and it's uh, always fun to go out there and, and be a part of that. Talk to me a little more about some of your, not only your junior golf programs, especially adults, and I get asked a lot, you know, how uh, do I find a good pro? How do I find a good place to take lessons? So share a little bit of that with my listeners. Yeah, we do a lot of uh, instruction here. We have a great driving range and chipping area and putting green, so we have the, a nice facility to do it. Um, I've been teaching for a long, long time, and and uh, it's um, I think that's uh, when as time goes on, I realize uh, uh, you know just over time how much you learn. Um, and to me, my job is to simplify the golf swing. I can't tell you how many times. Uh, giving a lesson, I'll you know have somebody. You know, I just want them to work on one or two things, and it might be one pre-swing thought and one in-swing thought. And the next thing I know, they'll say something totally not what I've said. Hey, this is what I want you thinking of. And then the conversation will get along around to you know there's just so much to think of. And I'm and I and I tell them you know I've asked you to think of one thing pre-swing and one thing in the swing um so all that other stuff that you're thinking about that's just clutter and garbage you need to get it out out of there so it's it's uh you know and, and it's the golf swing I, and this is one of the things i always say the golf swing takes two seconds and if you're trying to think of three or four things while that two seconds is going on um you're not going to be very successful so um that's the the thing that i've tried to do over the years is really try to uh, simplify um, the golf swing and, and take some of the mystery out and and just kind of understand, hey, it's, we take little bites of this game. You know, you cannot um, learn the golf game from scratch in, in one session. Um, you have to take a piece and then build upon that foundation. And uh, that, it, it's a, it, it, unfortunately, that's not a quick fix. Um, but that's a more sustainable approach to the game, in my opinion. We balance, you know, time and being able to get out and play. It's it's still something that's a challenge with our game. Uh, but if you were going to recommend to somebody, where should you focus? You know, trying to get out there and practice, trying to get out there and then take the practice to the golf course. What's, what's your secret sauce? Well, I think uh, a combination of practice and play is important, and it depends on, on where you are in your development. Uh, you know, earlier in, in the development, I think you need more uh, time on the driving range, but, um, you know, that, that's not super exciting for a lot of people, so um, so you want to get out there and play as well. So I think a, a good combination, but earlier I think it's, and, and it's simply from a time standpoint, you get more repetitions um, at the dry range than you do on the golf course. And and more repetitions where you're 
you're able to focus on the technique and not worried about the bunker or the water or the out of bounds or making a score. Your 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 uh, you know your goal is different. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to make this swing. Right. Um, and and I think that's uh, so. If you can if you can you know player practice. If you can, if you could uh, when it comes to practice, one of the things I th- I think. Uh, you know, you want to keep those practice sessions. You know, 50 balls for for most people is plenty. You start going over that, maybe 75. If you're if you're going to hit, uh, I'd rather see somebody come out and hit 50 balls a day, um, and or or a session, than you know do the same number of golf balls, and uh, you know that you say five sessions and and instead of doing uh, 250 balls in one session, that's just going to be uh, you're just going to wear yourself out. Right. Um, so I think uh, shorter sessions are better. You can stay more focused, um, go out with a purpose, try to accomplish that purpose, and then be done. Um, go play, go putt, go do something else. Um, and then as you play, I think uh, as, you're, as you become a, a golfer with a, um, let's just say, a consistent game, whatever level that is, um, then I think you can, you know, kind of, Chip away. I always think you have to look at the different aspects of your game, whether it be putting, short game, driving, you know, uh, uh, hitting the ball off the fairway, and and try to figure out what the worst part of your game is. Um, and then if you can improve that part so that it's not the worst part, you're going to get better. Your score is going to get better. You know, so for example, uh, beginning of this year, my putting wasn't very good. I was hitting the ball well. I worked on my putting. I didn't hit many balls. I just worked on my putting. And when I worked on my putting, uh, that's something to me has never been a, a heck of a lot of fun. Um, so what I did was I created some games um, and set some challenges for myself. And then, you know, I'm the, uh, the guy keeping score, so I got to modify the game based on my skill level. So the game that I play is I start with three balls from three feet. And if I make three putts, I get to move back a foot. And then if I um, make those three, I get to move back a foot. And when I first started, again, I wasn't putting very good, so I'd make the first three from three feet, and then I'd get to four feet, and I'd, I'd miss one. Well, now I have to start back at three feet. So ah. it too challenging. I wasn't having any success, right? And it's about building confidence. So gotcha. I changed the game, all right? So then it's three. you make three from three feet, back up to four, make three, back up to five, miss one. Well, instead of going back to uh, three feet, if I, as long as I make one, I stay there, all right? And then you can, and you can, and then you make three in a row, you go back to six feet. So it builds, uh, number one, it, there is pressure um, in that game. Because gotcha. I want to keep moving back. It was also satisfying when I made three putts in a row. Um, so it that was a really, really helpful thing for me to do. And, and in every aspect of our practice, if we can uh, create a game, create a challenge, um, so, hey, sometimes we're, we're going to lose that challenge, and it's just against me. You know, sometimes I'd walk off and go, you know, yep, I didn't get past six feet today. But the next time, you know, if you make three eight- or nine-footers in a row, you're, you're doing pretty good. So if you get to that level um, – Hey, uh, that's, I'll take that. If I'm making um, one out of three 10-footers in the round of golf, 
um, that's actually pretty good. Uh, when it's one putt and you haven't seen the ball roll before, in practice it's going to be a little easier. So, uh, but that, and you can do that type of, of game, whether it's uh, chipping or or driving. You just have to invent some game to challenge yourself and, and again, modify the level of challenge based on where you are um, in your in your journey. I love that, and it so. and it doesn't matter what level player you are. We all all hit those bumps in the road. <laughs> Uh, right. Evident by some of what we saw in the Ryder Cup this past weekend, Robert, because the the Americans were having some uh, some issues around those greens, and the Europeans were not. They were chipping it in from all over the place. It's just incredible. I I kind of laugh at the um, you know the talking heads are all wondering you know what's wrong with the Americans and and. Um, I just, you know, it's when it's 30 years that you haven't won the Ryder Cup on European soil. Um, I obviously been, they've been looking for a solution. I don't think there's a solution to it. I, th- I think they're you just when it comes down to it, you just got to play better, right? You just got to get out there and get it done. And uh, the Europeans have just got it done. They uh, they love that event and absolutely. Uh, I think love being the underdog, and I don't know why they would ever be the underdog because uh, they they can play and and they really step up during the Ryder Cup. But when it, whenever I play in things like that, I always tell my partner, I said, "Listen, we're not going to say we're sorry. Right? <laughs> I know you're trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, there's no sorries in this game. I'm just going to do the best I can and let's move on. And that way, we're not you know completely uh, you know apologizing the whole time." Well, I love I love those team competitions. We we don't get to see many of them, but you know to be treated to that once every two years is is pretty special. So Robert, Hidden Lakes over in New Smyrna Beach, just a, a great little track. You've got an awesome 19th hole there, and you're a great place for uh, birthdays or charity events. Um, in terms of the course, you're you're open seven days a week. We are open seven days a week. Uh, restaurants open till eight o'clock, and that's really kind of taken off for us. So uh, that's been a lot of fun, and uh, just kind of a uh, you know, kind of a uh, just a golfy hangout at 19th hole. It gets a perfect 19th hole, a lot of TVs, uh, you know, full liquor bar and craft beer and and good food and and, uh, and a, a nice uh, great atmosphere. great deck outside too. I gotta say, uh, yeah. overlooking the course. Well. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your support of the Central Florida Golf Card. And uh, you may be getting a call from me because I could use a little tune-up lesson, Robert. So I will be over in your neck of the woods soon. I appreciate it so much. Robert Schwab from Hidden Lakes Golf Club in New Smyrna Beach. Thanks so much.